And we're back. We're back. Happy Friday. It's the Fork Buddies podcast, Flan. That it is. That it is. Back on a dreary Friday here in Dunbar, West Virginia. Cold. Cold outside. Extremely nice yesterday, though. It was, yeah. I ran and I actually sweat a lot. <laughs> That's what you do when you run. Yeah, but not, not when it's been weather like this where it's been cool. Yeah, it was it was a nice day yesterday. Actually, um, me and Ev got outside for a little bit, and we actually had soccer ca- uh, practice canceled though, so that was kind of a bummer. Uh, Looking forward to soccer practice. You were. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like it because uh, it's an opportunity for socialize one and two to learn a skill and learn how to be a good teammate and take instructions. I enjoy watching her do that more than I would ever enjoy um, watching her be like some super stud soccer player. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. obviously, I'd be very proud of her if she you. she was really good at it. But at the same time, like, I just like to see her interact. So was kind of bummed that she didn't have soccer practice yesterday. But we'll get back on the horse Monday. Hopefully, I think it's supposed, yeah, to, it's supposed to nice up. But here we are back again face to face. Really enjoying this aspect of the podcast. This is just so much better. <laughs> so much better. We were in the stone ages when we were doing it on our phone oh with a glorified... Gosh. Doing it all wrong. All wrong. So, yeah, anybody that fancy microphones here. Yeah, got, got drinks. Starbucks, bubbly, orange bubbly. Yeah, Let's man. throw a promo to bubbly spark- sparkling water. Yeah, man. Uh, Orange flavor with other natural flavors. Picked it up at Kroger. I think the... Zero calories. Who's the guy uh, from uh, How I Met Your Mother? Uh, oh. Um, you know what I'm talking about? He does the commercials for Bubbly. Okay. I have not seen that. Uh, yeah. It's, are you talking about the guy from... Blonde-headed dude. Oh. Gay man. NPH Neil Patrick Harris. Correct. He does the he does the commercials. Maybe for I Bubbly. have seen that. I'm not sure. It's good though. I, I actually uh, it looks like an orange soda can. So last night I was drinking one and I I was like, here, Ev, try this. And she tried it. And she's like, oh, that's orange soda pop. I said, uh, yeah, kind of. It's orange flavored water, but yeah, close. It's more fun if she thinks it's orange soda. Right. Pop, yeah. Hundred so percent. Yeah. She'll probably dive in more. They but. have little fun sayings on it. That my girlfriend found amusing. This one isn't very good. It just says sip around here often. Yeah, it's kind of lame. Yeah, but they had one. It was like let's hold cans. It was like six or seven flavors of it, I believe. That was at the Gucci Kroger. It's kind of punny. Well, I got a uh, cherry, grapefruit, and orange last time, and I went through them all, like the whole twelve pack in like a week. How was uh, grapefruit? Yeah, I mean it's all right. Grapefruit isn't for everyone. No, it's definitely not for me, but. I gotta be in the mood, but I could, I could probably stomach it down. But it's not bad. Good promo there. Let's let's get into uh, cross promoting uh, our other platforms, and definitely want to give a thanks to the new listeners that we've had because we've seen the numbers have a little uptick. Uh, last podcast was out for about a week. We're we're sitting at a week. We did one last Friday, and doing one again this Friday. And we saw a formidable jump in the numbers. Um, normally, our our two biggest podcasts to date are episode three and four, I believe, and they both got like 40-plus listens. I never can remember. What did we even talk about on three and four? 
I think three was just us rambling about hot ones. Uh, okay, yeah. And then four, four was whiskey taco. Got it. So I think a lot of people want to know what we have to say about whiskey taco because it's a newer restaurant. Okay. So we were kind of giving the masses a little bit of that. Well, but, luckily for them, we're doing another newer restaurant today. Yeah, coming back at you with Gonzo Burger. But definitely want to cross-promote again. We appreciate our buddies over at the True Serum Podcast giving us a plug. Chris Holstein, Corey Bradley, laying down the truth. The latest podcast they just dropped is called uh, Episode 7A and B. It's called The Isms. Definitely swing over, get you a little bit of ism with Corey Bradley, Chris Holstein, our buddies. Appreciate you guys. Keep listening to them. Hit, you can find them on Apple Podcasts. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the download button. Give them a shot. And then the other one I want to promote is Sweet 100 Podcast. My buddies from college, Will Bell, Marcus Weiss, Ham Bino, Josh Lopez, myself, we haven't put out any new material, but stick with us. We're trying to find some new uh, dates and times to do it where everybody's available. So hit the subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts as well. Subscribe, download, appreciate you. And to everybody else that's just listening to us, we love you guys. We appreciate you. And keep going on the journey with us. Yeah, you guys are real troopers. I Personally, I don't know why you listen to us because we're, we're not interesting, but... Yeah. We appreciate it. We don't believe that we're interesting, but maybe other people do. Uh, again, we these are our opinions about these places. They are not facts. I mean, they're facts through our eyes, I should say. And if you guys... They are our own thoughts and in no way represent the entities that we are speaking about. And trust me when I say we have no ties to these places. We literally just go eat. We eat what we like, and we go home, we talk about it. <clears throat> so again, if you guys want to go out and go to these restaurants that we're, we talk of, and you have a whole different experience, good. We want to know about it. Yeah, actually. we want to know. Yeah, Hit us up on social media, uh, Justin Spradling on Facebook. I think it's just Jay on Twitter, right? I don't even know. I don't even know what your handle is on there. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think I tried to go with uh, the Pearl Jam uh, song title, uh, see now I don't even know. It's either Brain of J or Mind of J. Is that my? Is that's that, your that's handle. My Twitter. Okay, that's then, your then, handle then the Pearl Jam song was like Brain of Brain of J, but it was taken. Ah. so I went with Mind of J. Yeah, that's good. Um, those are your two handles. Mine, I do not. I no longer have Facebook. I am on Instagram, but I'm not sure what my handle is. And then I think I'm just Flan on Twitter. Yeah. But yeah, so hit us up if you guys got any comments, suggestions, anything. I'm pretty Texas. boring. I'm pretty boring on both accounts. So yeah, and you made an interesting. <laughs> you actually made a funny point before we started all this because I actually showed you the number breakdown on the Anchor FM uh, website, and you said you said out of your own mouth, "Yeah, I didn't even know we were on Apple Podcasts." <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> I had no clue you could find us on iTunes. <laughs> we are literally on iTunes, and my, my partner, my protege, the one that people come to listen to, literally didn't know that we were we were basically out there. We were doing the we were doing the thing. We are doing what I know. <laughs> we we have a formidable show, and my partner doesn't even know that we are literally on the end all be all Apple podcast. Now I'm nervous. <laughs> now, now I'm. I mean, now we're really out there. We are out there, man. We are in the big leagues. We are under the scope of Big Brother, so 
Yeah. Creepy. Creepy. Creepy but cool. You hear me in our... What is it? In S-A. Almost, <laughs> almost called him N-R-A. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that. There's, yeah. Don't do There's that. a lot going on don't, here. Don't give, a, us that. Yeah. don't give us that. I know you're on to us in S-A. <laughs> so, yeah, there it is. Um, appreciate you guys again. Keep listening. We'll keep putting the content out. And let's get into it. Let's swing into it. I am a lot more caffeinated than I realized. I, it's hitting me right now. <clears throat> well, let's let people know how this morning started for us. So I woke up at 6, 6.30. My alarm went off. I get a text from you saying, hey, because we were supposed to start at 7. And mind you, I think it's 11.15. 7 a.m., right everyone. This, 7 a.m., yes. and we're at 11.15 right now, so fashionably late. And you texted, me, you texted me and said, hey, uh, I need another extra hour of sleep. So I rolled over and was like, yeah, whatever. And I went back to sleep. Didn't wake back up until 7. And then you said, I'll be up there. I only needed 30 minutes. I'll be up there in a few minutes. So I didn't even respond. I was just, get up. I got up and yeah, started. Yeah, Well, you know, I woke up at about 5 o'clock this morning. Well, I, I say that wake up at 5. I was already awake. But um, I looked at the clock and it was like 5.15 or something. So I text Flynn and I'm like, look, man. Whenever you see this, just know that I'm gonna I'm gonna take another hour for myself and try and sleep because I'm not sleeping well. And he didn't respond when I checked at about I think it was seven or I don't know what time it was when I when I checked my phone he hadn't responded to me so I'm thinking Flan looked at him and was like what a jerk <laughs> just threw his phone down. No, but, uh, it was actually, I think it was all with the weather and the rain that I was just like, I was going to get out of bed if you were coming at 7, but once I saw that text, I was just like, nah, I'll, yeah, I'll just well, give me a couple extra minutes here. Yeah, I I still didn't get the extra hour I wanted, so 30 minutes was all I got, and I, I rolled on up here. But So yeah, we were supposed to start then, didn't happen, um, here we are, and I brewed us two pots of coffee. Both of us had two cups, and then your girlfriend had an emergency at work. You had to run up there. She works at Starbucks. What's the best thing to do? Grab another coffee. So we got a, we got a, we got two we got two Ventis of. Uh, We've got I, two Venti comped coffees here. They were on the house, so they're as as tall as as tall. That's a Starbucks size. The opposite. Yeah. Way, as big as as we could get them, and. Uh, I'm like a quarter of the way through. Yeah, I'm working um, on mine pretty good too. But yeah, so we're extra caffeinated for this. So if we get out I'm of hand, yeah, if we get out of hand here, just and I, I haven't eaten yet. You, yeah, you, I actually you, tried to offer you uh, some yogurt and granola, and you turned me down this morning. Yeah, man. Uh, breakfast isn't my. It's not my jam. Not your jam. So here we are, um, coming at you with the review of. Gonzo Burger. Well, what? But, but before we get into that, uh, me and you both had we we did a Phantom podcast for episode six or five, episode five, where we went to deals uh -huh. and then we came back and tried to do it the next day, and we didn't know that you could only record in the window of side of an hour without adding another segment to it. Which, yeah. hey, look, I think Anchor had a bad rap when we were kind of giving them down the road on the last podcast. And saying that, hey, uh, we need more than an hour. But this, the transition and seeming part that the that the Anchor app does, there is no like long pause or anything. So they kind of cut it together for us where it doesn't sound like, you know, we're getting cut off. Anyways. Oh, okay, sweet. In our Phantom podcast that we did that we thought we weren't going to be able to post, uh, we talked 
um, briefly at the end of the podcast about a sandwich that we would create if if we had a a sandwich at Deals because Deals gives you the Josh Colbertson and gives you the uh, JR House. The JR House. And we discussed um, in that Phantom podcast that what would be your sandwich. So hit the people with your sandwich. All right, all right. Now, forewarning here, I said we should talk about the sandwich, and I really hadn't given a ton of thought to what I would actually put on my sandwich. So this is me kind of on the fly. On the fly, highly caffeinated. Yes, Let's hear it. extremely. My mind is so distracted right now. <laughs> zoom, 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 zoom. Just yeah. all over the place. I just heard something down the street. <laughs> um, so reel it in, reel it in. I think I got to go uh, kind of like a sub sandwich. Okay. Okay. What bread? Uh, We're doing like a six inch. Scratch sandwich? it, scratch it. No, oh, not a yeah, yeah. sandwich. I changed my mind. Sourdough. Sourdough. I want it sourdough. Is. All right. And um, I want turkey and ham. Nice. On my sandwich. Uh, Got to have tomato, no lettuce, uh-huh. replace it with spinach. Ooh, Healthmeister. That's right. Little baby spinach. Purple onion. Purple onion. Okay. okay. Raw. Raw? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I didn't know if you were sautéing those no onions. No sauté. Okay, no, no. get a little bit more sweetness out of them. Purple onions are actually a little healthier for you than regular onions. Don't ask me why. I don't know. Okay. But it's, When you throw that out there, I, I feel like i got to check you on that, but go for it. Back me up. Somebody somebody. I know that. onions are uh, prebiotic. I know that to be true. Mm. Onions are... It has something to do with the purple um, that's absent in just, you know, white or, or yellow onions. Okay. I, I won't. I'm we not, won't go to. Uh, yeah. We won't do that. Just keep going. Um, I want jalapenos. Mm. Raw or cooked? Raw. Okay. I hate pickled jalapenos. Well, you don't like them on a flat top either, warmed up at all, a little saute. Nah, because the spice cooks out of it. Okay. You're, no, you, you know are, me. I'm all about the spice. Head, I'm all about the spice. Um, what am I leaving out? I'm gonna throw a little pepper on there, a little bit of olive oil, and. Crack the bubbly. There you go. I, I'm going to leave it at that for now. No uh, condiments. No mustard, no mayo, no. you got to give me a sauce of some mustard, sort. Mustard. Okay. Mustard. Deli mustard or yellow mustard or I'm just, just brown straight, mustard, just straight spicy. Yellow, straight yellow Wow. Yeah. Okay. okay. Keeping it classic. Okay. So that's the Justin at Deals. Is it just at Deals? I don't know. Or is that all over the world? I, is, I feel like is that your own sandwich shop or what? No, no I'm going to have uh, cultural varieties depending on where we're at if it's all over the world. Yeah, but this was in context of what would be at the Deals restaurant when we talked about the on Phantom Podcast. Right. Like, that was our sandwich at Deals. So Fine. there you go. Then, yeah, at Deals. That's, Workman, that's, that's a workman-like sandwich. That's a nine-to-five, like, hearty meal like right the there. sourdough is what's you, important. You giving fries on the side, onion rings, chips... Mm. Uh, now, if we're spear. talking deals, if we're talking deals, it's going to be fries okay. because I like deals fries. Okay, okay, yeah, we talked about it on last. No one. onion rings. At no deals. onion rings. Avoid the onion rings. Um, okay, so the flan. The flan would consist of a a six inch Italian white roll. Okay, mm. loaded down with all of my favorite Italian Italian cold cuts. So basically, you got ham salami capicola and i think i mentioned to you on the phantom that it was i was going to add mortadella and we actually looked up what mortadella was but it was a version of ham as well 
with different chopped up meats. So that's four four deli meats right there. I'm going on all of them. It's, this thing's gonna be this sucker's gonna be thick. Okay. We're going iceberg, finely cut up lettuce, like the lettuce from Jimmy John's. I love that lettuce. Like I love I love that crunch. It doesn't add a whole lot of flavor in the way of flavor, but it gives you that layer of texture that I'm I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on the tomatoes. I'm with you on the onion, the raw onion. I left out Swiss cheese, by the way. Oh. I need Swiss onion. Okay, yeah, you, you're rocking a cheese. Mine's going to be mozzarella, okay. for sure. Um, it's going to be basically my version of an Italian hoagie. Is a, I, I love I love a good Italian hoagie. Gotcha. Um, we got the iceberg. We got the the finely finely cut iceberg. We got the the tomato, the raw onion, and we're hitting it all lathered down with some Italian dressing. And then hitting it, hitting it with the pepper, the oregano, and a little drip, a little just, just for the Italian roll to be thick, I'm gonna lather on the top of it a little bit of mayonnaise, a little bit of mayonnaise. Okay. And bang, bada, boom, that's the flan. You won't be, you won't <laughs> leave, you won't go home hungry. And I'm gonna give you some chips. I think, in my personal opinion, the right chip for that would be either a nice barbecue or a nice salt and vinegar chip to go with that. Yeah, probably salt and vinegar. Salt and vinegar. If we're talking an Italian hoagie. And a nice pickle spear on the side. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Coming in, coming in your coming in your red basket, and that's the flan. All right. So there, there you have it. There you have it. Two solid sandwiches from two dorks. That would even think about that, <laughs> but there you have it, folks. If you are at Deals, and we by no means so this is podcast ever going to make us that famous to get a sandwich at Deals, um, but if Deals did, if Deals called us up one day and said, "Hey, we want to we want to give you guys a sandwich," that's what it would be. Yeah, there probably, you have it. probably. There you have it. Probably. So. so um, transitioning off of that from our Phantom podcast into the new, t- into today, into the present, eleven twenty four a.m. Highly caffeinated, got the bubbly rolling. I almost can't even take it. I'm so caffeinated. <laughs> we are giving you the first review from Fork Buddies on the very brand spanking new Gonzo Burger downtown. Mm. And I think this is going to be highly anticipated because I think a lot of people want to know. We've referenced this. This this podcast has been in the works coming for a while. I think we've done it inadvertently, but it's there's a lot of build up here. There is. There's a lot of anticipation because everyone that I know knows about Gonzo Burger. Gonzo Burger has been highly, highly propped up as the new thing in Charleston. I don't know if everyone I know I don't know anyone. So Well okay. The people that you talk to every day, I feel like they know Gonzo Burger's there. Perhaps. I don't think my family knows, but that's not saying much. Okay. So, anyways, we went yesterday, yesterday. Lunch. lunch. And our past two reviews have been lunch, which I feel like that is a component to our reviewing system as a, in general because eating lunch and dinner at, at various oh, restaurants, it's, it's different. it can be totally, you can have a totally different experience. Yeah. Inside of both meals, I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's the energy in the room. I don't know if it's because you don't really feel compelled to maybe have an alcoholic beverage paired with your items. There's a lot. There's a lot of key components that I think go on inside of your psyche where you might order something for lunch that you definitely wouldn't order for dinner, and vice versa. True. Well, here's the thing. I think 
a lot of our listeners that know these places can probably agree with deals it's a dinner spot dinner spot and we went for lunch gonzo burger if you've been i think you might agree with me saying that it's a lunch spot i when we get into it i, I definitely utter that sentiment i believe i believe you would be a little disappointed in the dinner unless you maybe were meeting someone there and having a beer at the bar then you had a bite, and then you're just sitting there talking. Yeah. But as like a, in a family style like dinner uh, aspect, it's definitely I don't f- I feel like it falls short. But we'll get there. Mm-hmm. So we go to Gonzo Burger. Uh, time doesn't really matter, but probably it was it was eleven thirty no- noonish, and it was it was they had a good crowd in there. I was I was actually impressed by the crowd, and I was like, I was impressed by how much room they had. I thought it was a smaller place. Oh, it was definitely small. So let's do, let's dive into the decor and the feel and all those all those components. Well, I will say this: um, my girlfriend Ashley and I met Flynn and his daughter Ev there for lunch. Um, we got there first. Flynn was fashionably late, and we reserved a table. I I, w- I wasn't even sure if it was the kind of place where you had a waiter or a waitress. I didn't know if it was like you order from the bar and then run up and grab it or, you know, whatever. They told us that they were totally full when I said there's going to be four of us. She said, wow, okay, we're totally full. It's going to be 20 to 30 minutes. I mean, what am am I supposed to say? Okay, so we we took a seat. They actually had a table ready for us within five minutes. Mm -hmm. So I was clapping my hands at that. That was well done. I don't know if that was just a just a timing thing. Yeah, I don't think there's anything special on that part. Um, But I agree with you that the restaurant itself was larger than I had anticipated. Because when you look at it from the outside, you're like, it's a cracker box. Yeah, Yeah, it's small. But storefront small. Yes, with a small storefront, you're going to get sometimes, and this is the case, a small table. Yes. Man, that was a small table. Extremely, <laughs> extremely, extremely small. And I, look, here's what they did. And I was never, a, I never got to go into the older style restaurant that it was in there prior to, which I believe I've heard through the grapevine that it was an old hot dog stand. You know what it was called? Ah, uh, man, I, we're going to get crushed on this, but I have no idea. I've heard the name, but I, I would only know it through recognition if someone said it out loud. I didn't even know that it was a hot dog place. It was a hot dog place prior Shows to. Shows what I know. So anyways, they stayed true to the decor inside. So literally when you walk in, it's like walking back in. I would believe that restaurant, the old hot dog stand was back in the 70s and 80s maybe. And I believe it's literally all they did was touch it up. So those booths are small. Oh my gosh, they're meant for they're meant for two people, not no, four. No and we had four. Two, yeah, we had basically three and a child, and yeah. it was it was cramped. Plus, we had an appetizer that took up the entire table. Yeah, which we'll get into that. But okay, so that was a little upsetting that it was so cramped on that. But the whole room felt like this is a cool place. Yeah. It had a good vibe. It has a good vibe. I got I to gotta admit that. The bar is off to the left. Um, if you're looking back through the storefront from the, the, the front of the building, 
literally it go it feels like it goes back a good ways because I had to walk into the back to the bathroom. So it does feel spacious in there. It just feels like if it's going to be slammed, I don't know where you're going to wait. You're probably going to have to wait outside to get in there and let's hope it's not raining. I waited. I mean, they had four chairs off to the side and I I tried to get out of everyone's way. Yeah. And the chair that I was sitting in I wish you would have seen me sitting there when you walked in. If you would have walked in while I was sitting, it was pretty much in the corner. Yeah, like in a cubby hole. Yeah, because it's that old style storefront. I was I was out of sight because I was so far removed in this small corner. It was kind of weird. It's like pies and pints, right? Because it kind of like when you walk through the entrance yeah. to the left and the right, they have those little cubby holes that burrow back almost. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. that's kind of what I, it feels like there, but it's almost not as deep as Pies and Pints. It's yeah. a lot more shallow, so you just kind of feel like you're in the way. And you know what was funny? Uh, since you guys hadn't shown up yet by the time our table was ready, uh, I sat down. It was a booth. We sat in a booth, and I sat down with Ashley, my girlfriend, uh, on the same side of the booth, and so there was an empty side you know, empty seat across the way, and it's such a small table to begin with. I know we looked like a couple of dopes. Oh, that's just just newlyweds in the honeymoon phase, sitting there. Oh my Ooh. gosh! And I told her that I was like, "This is bad look." I feel like such an idiot. That's right? actually uh, my, I, <laughs> my my my. Did, I know I know this reference came to mind. You what? know who hates that, right? A good friend of ours hates that. Matt Henson, absolutely. This it's his number one pet peeve in life is to walk into a restaurant and see a couple oh, sitting side by side in a in a booth instead of sitting uh, across from each other. Because in my mind, I want to be like, "Who are you trying to fool, us or you? You guys hate each other. You guys aren't the- really that much in love." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, when the waitress came to get our drink orders, the very first thing I don't even think she finished her sentence. I was like, "There's two more coming." <laughs> There's two more coming. Maybe we should wait. Had to let her know immediately, like, we're not those people. Yeah, exactly. We are not those people. And the fact that the table and the booth was so small anyway made it seem so much worse. But There is one component of the table that I did like. I love the old coat racks that's hung from the outside of the table because that uh, that made it feel like, hey, we can take our jackets off. We don't have to stick them in the booth beside each other or on our oh, laps. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, that was a call. really good play by them. That's the worst when you, you in the wintertime. That's old school. That's, yeah. that's why how you know they paid homage to the old school. They left everything the same. I think they just refinished everything. Truly, yeah. So, yeah, the component of the table, it, may, it, still, it, it has a good feel, though. Like, even though it's kind of an annoyance if you have a lot of food on the table, it's still like you're you're in there and you're like, Real, it, I don't know. It's kind of cozy in it a is. lot in a lot of aspects. It is. Um, it, it can it can work for it, and it can also work against, against it. Yeah. And we'll get into why it worked against us when we get there. Yeah. Um, decor on the walls. It's um, new modern art, and then basically, I think it's a lot of uh, paint because the ceiling is awesome. Yeah. If you look up at the ceiling, you're like, "What Man, did I call cool. it?" I said it was like industrial deco or something like that yeah i'm not sure if you've been watching the fixer upper or like uh, no, I, hgtv I, or what but i, I don't know where you came me, up with that it reminded me of like a 20s themed it's kind of it thing. has that old like hot dog stand slash like i was uh, thinking, ice cream shop yeah kind I, was, of feel. I was thinking peaky blinders the whole time peaky blinders you've 
you've referenced that show a couple times, I'm I think, hooked. on the podcast. I'm hooked. So, yeah, if go watch Peaky Blinders for Jay's sake so oh you guys gosh. can have something to talk about. I have not seen it, so I can't really follow you down that a bit, that, that road. But um, the ceiling's cool because it's raised way above you. I'd say it's another 15, 20 feet above your head. So it's, it's not there. like it's crunched down, like the building's crunched down on you. So it gives it a feel of openness mm-hmm. with the 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 art wall, which you desperately needed. <laughs> yeah, because of how cramped the the seating was. Yeah, but uh, art on the wall, extremely cool, man. Like I loved all the art pieces that were on the wall because then it, if for whatever you whatever term you use, I can't re- I don't really I can't elaborate on that. I don't know what that is, but what I'll say is it had a uh, a hipster slash like postmodern like type of feel where you felt like you went in back in time but it kind of felt like you weren't too far back in time to not know where you were at you know what i mean it, it, they, they they spun it to the the younger movement i feel yeah. like they're they're uh they're advertising like hey we're, we're a hip cool place that just kind of pays homage to the the old school yeah you know what i mean so sure what I, I i was a big fan of the feel of the restaurant i that that when we get into the rating that'll play a part in where I'm rating it at because of how cool the, the place felt. Okay. Um, so transitioning off of that, we'll head right into uh, the food. Um, I, look, so here's a big, here's a theme for the, for the podcast. We discussed it with deals because you had a problem. You had a little bit of a problem with the price point. I tried to talk you down off the ledge. Um, your mom had a problem with the cornbread and beans. I get that. She has a valid point in that argument, that stake. Here's where I may contradict myself oh, on, the, on the price point for Gonzo Burger. Let's hear it. And this is why. In a previous podcast and a couple podcasts ago... Our love for YouTube brought us to the Burger Show. First We Feast, the Burger Show. Alvin doing reviews on burgers, making mm-hmm. his own burgers, tasting burgers, talking about burgers, loving burgers. He broke down the price points to burgers. And here we are at Gonzo Burger, new pro- new place. And I got to say this, I feel like their price points are off. Okay. And I feel like they're a little overpriced. Here's why. The size of the burger. Did you have a problem with the size of the burger? Did you think it was too did you think it was too small? Because for me, I felt like for what I paid for mine, which was the brunch burger, I paid $12. And on the brunch burger, it comes with bacon, a sweet marble or maple bacon glaze, Gross. a fried egg, and aged cheddar. Now, I don't know what bun that was. I feel like it was a sort of like a pretzel roll, in my opinion, but I, a, a, like a, a hybrid of a Kaiser slash like a pretzel roll. It's weird. I didn't notice. Did you not notice it? I, well, again, I think they're I all think the same. Your burger was gone before I took the second bite of mine. And I'm not has I'm not like no, joking he's around. Not like that, that, yes, he's that, not exaggerating. That actually happened. I was super the, hungry. The egg yolk and everything was still on the on the wrapper that uh, they placed it on, and it was just 
it was advanced. Taste-wise, I liked it. Okay. I did like it. Um, Here's what I think, though, Okay, about the size of the burger. Yeah, please, elaborate on that, because I feel like I'm not doing it justice. <clears throat> I really believe they're playing... Example. I example. Let me give somebody... Let, let me give them the visual. Okay. Back in the day, Wendy's, I felt like there was a sizable change in burgers at Wendy's from where they transitioned into, like... Uh, never frozen meat, but they shrunk the burgers so they could still hit the same price points. They didn't raise the price. You see what I'm saying? So they upgraded the quality, but shrank the size of the burger. Okay. I think that's kind of what Gonzo's doing here. I think they're not like, I was expecting something that took up like half of the plate, which they brought it out on metal trays and uh, parchment paper, basically, or wax paper. I thought it was literally going to take up, uh, uh, like, I thought it was going to be a sizable burger. For my burger was 12 bucks. I thought, yeah, they're going to give me a good burger here. How much was mine? Yours I got, I was... El Fuego. El Fuego. El Fuego, $12. So both right. of ours was the same price point. Do okay. you feel like the size of that burger equated to $12? And let me, let's give the people what, uh, what they need to hear on the El Fuego. The rundown of the El Fuego is it has green chilies, jalapenos, roasted red peppers, a uh, a butter bib, dude. I don't even know what that is. Uh, sweet habanero sauce and pepper jack. So that's a lot of that's a lot of uh, items to be on that burger. And ours don't equate because you have more items than mine. So why is yours twelve dollars and mine's twelve dollars? Because mine has um, less items on mine, but they're still the same price point. Okay, so size of the burger. My initial thought was the bun is bigger than the burger. The patty, usually... It was it, small, right? It, it, yeah. You had a gap in between the edge of the bun and where the patty Do you started. think that was a four-ounce burger? Four to six-ounce burger? It's probably 80-20 blend of 80% ground chuck to about 20% fat. Mm -hmm. uh, that'd be my yeah. guess. Most... That's that's standard across the board. It, sometimes it might be eighty five fifteen or yeah. or whatever. I'd say it was. I think it was eighty twenty. Yeah, I agree. Um, go ahead. Well, that was kind of a problem because on my first bite, and you got nothing but bread, pretty much. And then my last bite was literally nothing but bread because I had finished the patty way before I finished the bun. Uh. And and I'd like to elaborate a little bit on the price point. Go ahead. What or, or kind of play off of what you said. I know that I've referenced Anthony Bourdain and things that he said probably on every single podcast. But it rings true so often. And the book that I'm currently reading, it's called Medium Raw by Anthony Bourdain. Every chapter I read something, I'm like, hey, yeah, I agree. This I don't know if I mentioned it on on one of the pods or not, but he he talks about the artisan burger mm -hmm. and how he doesn't get it really, and I kind of experienced that at Gonzo Burger because where people started uh, getting the idea for the artisan burger is kind of like Starbucks is a good example. It's not that they're selling you a superior product. They're marketing it in a way that makes you say, I'm willing to pay a significant bit extra for this burger. And there, there's really nothing special about it. 
So, very, listen, if you listen to any point about this podcast, I got to admit, I got to give it up. I'm going to give you a clap. Sir, you, you referencing Bourdain right there, that hits Gonzo Burger on the head and then gives him the old one-two piece from KFC and they're laying on the ground. Mm. Exactly what this place is doing. Because that literally, that burger size, to me, for the price point, was a joke. They are An not, absolute joke. There was nothing about that burger that was in my girlfriend's estimation. No. And she I wanna get to I wanna get to something about that. She then. can be a very harsh critic. Right. There was she said nothing separated that burger from something you could get at Bob Evans. Woo! And I said, that's a little harsh. I said, oh, but think that's about a harsh. It. Think about that's it. Have a, you, have I've you never had, had a burger from Bob Evans, so I can't really go there. I have. Okay, I have. See, her her twin sister actually works at Bob Evans, so when we're in her hometown, matters. we go and and load up free, on, on free, yeah. free. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Two college kids going to get a free meal. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. So um, give her a little tip and thanks. Go about your way. While that might be a harsh criticism. Honestly, it's it's not far off. And here's where I'll elaborate on something that I do know. When you use the Starbucks reference to this, mm-hmm. yeah. what I'm drinking right now and what you are drinking is coffee. We yeah. both know that. But And literally, mine is an Americano. And anybody doesn't know what Americano is, it is literally espresso and hot water. That's it. That's it. And it's two, uh, one to two espressos. That's it. For I think a venti, it might be two espressos. You you made the drink before. Am I off? It's, it's two shots of espresso. Two shots of espresso filled with hot water, and they sell me this for four fifty. Okay, it it's an absolute ripoff. And I could go to Speedway or any other place that has coffee. I, I not might not get espresso, but I could get coffee and hot water. I guarantee it would be no more than a dollar fifty. But since it's got that little woman on the front with the green sign, they they their brand is so powerful that you don't think about how you're getting ripped off by getting your coffee. You're paying for, for the, the novelty pro- of having a Starbucks drink in your hand. And you think that it is supposed to be a superior quality to other places. You're branding yourself. You're walking around public with a Starbucks cup and it's a status it, symbol. It is. People are like, "Wow, that person has made it." How many they, they can afford to drink How the many best times coffee. how many times you've been in Target and you just have to go over and get a Starbucks before you start walking around in Target? Well, me never because I I worked you at, worked I worked at the Starbucks. I can tell time. you this, anytime I walk into a Target, I go get a Starbucks. Don't even need one, don't know why, but just something subconsciously makes, hey, I want a coffee uh, while I walk around yeah, a shop. They got you. They get you. Hey, look, the power of the brand. If Gonzo Burger ends up living up to the brand that Starbucks has, kudos to you, Gonzo <laughs> Burger. But we're here to tell you we're not being fooled by this. Well, just just for the record, I'm not sure what year this book that Bourdain put out came out, but... It's holding true. It, I mean, if it... <laughs> He's so, way ahead of his time here. Right. And Alvin Alvin alluded to this too when he sat down with Adam Richmond. When they start loading the stuff on that burger of yours, you really lose the com- the key components of what a good burger is. Yeah. Guys, I listen, listen, here's my gripe. And for Gonzo it's no fault to Gonzo Burger or Pies and Pints or any place like that. Listen. We have to get back to simplicity. Mm-hmm. We have literally gone over the edge when it comes to pizza burgers, tacos, you name it. 
can we get back to just good ingredients and staying true to what actually these things are? A good burger is a good burger with some condiments, some um, lettuce, tomato, onion, and a good slice of cheese and a good quality meat. Can we get back there? Good is good. You don't have to fix it if it's not broken. Exactly. And, uh, you know, Gonzo Burger, I see your hustle. I respect the hustle. For sure. And if people are coming in and buying it, keep doing it. Keep doing it. But All the way. Do it hard. In my opinion, you're taking a page right out of Starbucks and you're not as good at Starbucks at doing it. You don't have the power of the brand yet. No. And no. look, here, looking at the menu, I think they do offer a classic burger in the form of the Gonzo Burger, but it has their own sauce. But listen, it's $11. Yeah. Okay, you're telling me, you're telling me for the size of the patty, which is probably a four to six ounce patty, plus this Kaiser slash pretzel roll, and you're going to top it with lettuce, onion, tomato, pickles, which we all like. That's what I want on a good standard burger. And you put gonzo sauce on it and American cheese and you sell it to me for $11? I'm going to laugh you out of the room, Jay. I'm going to laugh you out of the room because you know why? Because I feel like we've done our due diligence on this topic now. We are we are informed now on how what the price point should be for a burger. You're selling me your standard burger with standard condiments on it for $11 and I just paid $12 for the brunch burger? There's yep. no way there's a dollar point difference on that. No yeah. way. So you're lying to me. So you're making more of a profit on the Gonzo burger than you may be on the brunch burger. And you're 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 telling your customer that they're they're ill-informed on your product. Yeah. Listen, guys, we're informing you. They're screwing you on the Gonzo Burger. That's just how it is. Yep. Yep. Uh, I'm 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 I, and it, I, the more and more we talk about this, we didn't have any discussion yesterday about this. Flames getting heated. Um, the caffeine's rolling, <laughs> the emotions rolling. As I get more and more, we get deeper into this topic. I'm getting more and more depressed by it. Because look, here's my key point to all this. If you're a new restaurant in town, you know everybody's coming. Especially in a small area like and, this. And here's where I feel a little bit bad for Gonzo Burger because it's not their fault in a sense. There's not a lot happening in a town. And when you come at me and you're telling me you're going to give me a, a burger and a craft beer and fries, I'm excited. My level of anticipation for this place was high. We talked about this for yeah. four or five podcasts now, and maybe we overhyped it in our minds. But you guys might not. You guys might be a little shocked by the 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 rate the rating that we get. Yeah, and you know what? I knew. I I knew when Flan. Okay, there was a moment during our meal where you said something to me. You asked me a question, and in that moment, I was like, "Oh no." It's not good for Flynn. Tell him. Flynn, Flynn he got his daughter um, a grilled cheese and, and french fries. fries. And it had been there for a few minutes. She was, she was picking away at it. She's playing, picking. And he, out of nowhere, totally surprised me. He goes, you think these are fresh fries? I think they're fresh fries. <laughs> they look like fresh fries. And I, I didn't comment what I really wanted, how I really wanted to comment. But in my mind, I'm like, boy, he is wanting this to go so well, and he is reaching, uh -huh. grasping for air. I, hey, look, man, 
You come into my. You come into grasping the, for air. Gasping. Gas. For there you go. Caffeine. <laughs> you come into the city and you're new and you're new in town, and I feel like you know how to play the game because your dad's across the street playing the game, which you've been to his dad dad's restaurant. You weren't impressed. Casino oh, Day Moore. Oh my God. Casino Day Moore is not a high review from you, and you did it on uh, Zumato. For anybody that doesn't know what Zumato is, check it out. It's in the App Store of iTunes. Um, hit it up. You basically do your own food reviews, post your own pictures, your your own entity. You rated it low, showed us pictures. We're not happy with Pop's Restaurant. I am not even kidding you. They served me four pounds of ground meat, heavily salted, with like a couple avocado wedges. <laughs> Disgusting. It, yeah. It but was, you didn't know what you were ordering either. I didn't. And you know what? I went there a long, several years ago. Uh, my research group from school went, um, which I had to pay for my meal. I thought that was rude, but uh, I got it. I think it was recommended to me, and I got it. Was disappointed, mm-hmm. and then I went back within the last several months. Totally forgot what I ordered. Didn't know what I ordered, and I ordered the same thing again accidentally. Mm. And I, I've. You know, can I can I can I offer some uh, some awareness to you? Yeah, man. Uh, you're really bad at ordering food from a restaurant. <sighs> you are on the low end of the scale. Where literally we will say at the table, we are all ready to order, and once it gets around to you, you will literally like you go all over the spectrum on what you want to eat. Dude, menu anxiety is a real thing, I, and I think it has you by the. I think it has you. It, it it's really got it, you by the it. balls. It, it's got me by the balls. It, it, it does, and and it's everywhere. It's yeah, pervasive. it's not. Yeah, it literally. It's we, I want to get the best possible thing I can given the options made available to me, and you are not alone. If you are I not alone some, in this, like like yesterday, when she came to take our order, everyone knew. Everyone, and I'm like, oh boy. Uh, you know, do you want to know how long I looked at the menu? 10 seconds at tops tops because I literally picked out I feel like but okay you're a brunch guy yes you love I do you love it I do not me I understand what I was uh, going back and forth about and maybe it's our waitress's fault she was pretty good she was okay I can't fault her really for anything we can get into the service but she was she was decent yeah um, we do have I have a few gripes though okay but uh she had said that each burger you can get half of the burger. I think that's how she worded it to me. Yeah, but it was a weird, tricky explanation to how that half of the burger right. came. Right, I didn't get it. I didn't either. When, when she said it, I thought she meant you get, you're going to get like a burger that's cut in half, and you're going to get half of it. Okay, well, yeah. I feel like that's not a stretch for me to assume that. But what, or unreasonable. Have you ever heard about any place doing that? No. That's it was really really taboo just, to me. I just chalked it up to like some modern day craft. So what history. happens when they give you they slice a burger in half in the back? Do they does the, the, the cook eat the other half? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> like here's the thing. I I hadn't thought that all the way through. Does it sit back there for hours under a heat lamp? Like what's and going on here? I was going back and forth between the Gonzo burger and the El Fuego. Because I felt like you'd have, yeah, if I if I'm trying, yeah, I, I needed to try the Gonzo burger. Yeah, 
Well, Ashley, in a stroke of brilliance, was just like, get them both. Get the half of each. And I was like, okay. Well, then when she came, I asked about the half portions. She didn't mean they cut the burger in half. She meant the ounce size. It shrinks. It, it's, yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, why didn't you just say it that way when, when you described it initially? So I asked her what, what her favorite was. Which is something I do pretty often in restaurants. All the time. And she said the, the fuego. And I was like, well, all right, that was one I was looking at, so just give me that. Give here's, me here's my problem with that. You don't know that person from, let's True. say, Kara's Cut Up and Call Her Son out there. You have no idea. I've, I've said this in the past. I really wonder what some people taste sometimes in comparison to what I'm tasting. But... But her recommendation is just as valid as, as us on here spouting out our likes. And it is. She has a she has a point. So, and in the spirit of Fork Buddies, you were going El Fuego regardless, though I believe that 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 sealed it for me. That you were, you were going El Fuego. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So look, <laughs> the fry situation. I was told by my boss, Don Kinder. Because he went a few weeks ago. He immediately texted me. It goes back to our conversation we had. <laughs> people people look, people to look up. They, hey, man. Went here. Checked it out. Good place. Okay. Just don't have fresh fries. You you told me to try one of the fries. I tried it before our food had come. Because you know, they, they all came with fries. Actually, did yours come with fries? Yes. Okay. I got sweet potato fries. Oh, yeah, that's right. And that's how I knew they weren't fresh. Gross. Yeah. Because they were... Because here's, here's how you know. Yours looked like crunchy and burnt. Here's how you know. If you're offering regular fries in the form of like almost looking like steak fries, wedge fries almost, they're thick and long, and then you bring out sweet potato fries and they're crinkle cut, I know they're out of a bag, sir. Yep. One of the two are coming out of the bag, if not both are coming out of the bag. I think both. So here's the thing, Gonzo. Here's the thing. Let me me speak to you directly, brothers, okay? (laughs) Let me give you the old uh, Hulk Hogan. Listen here, brother. I got a real problem with that in the sense that you're going to charge me $12 for a burger and you can't even cut up some fries and throw them in a deep fryer. You can't, you're telling me you're too lazy to Gosh. get in potatoes and hack them up with a knife and put them in a deep fryer. Even five guys does that. Guys, we are in 2018. You can't tell me you don't have line cooks that know how to make fries. I watch it at Five Guys, and it goes off without a hitch. They make fresh fries with every order. It's not that hard. You put a, you put a spud and literally a mechanical, a mechanical device that pushes the spud down through. It cuts that spud into different uh, fries. You throw it in the fryer, and boom, you got fresh fries. What are you guys doing? Yeah, the more I think about it, it's it, disappointing. It, it's, it's definitely confirmed. Those were frozen fries. Frozen fries out of a bag. Get out of here, Gonzo Burger. That is pure they just, lazy. They just tossed them in the oven for a while. Awful. Yeah. Can't or or in the deep fryer. They put them in a deep fryer and then put them out like basically McDonald's would. So you said that uh, the taste of your burger was pretty solid, right? <sighs> yes, but here's the thing. When it goes back to your point, the, the the knocking it out of the park point. You dress up a burger enough, you tell me. Are you tasting the meat? 
Are you tasting everything that's on that burger? Yeah. I don't remember tasting the meat and was like, that's quality meat. Do you? I tasted the meat. I feel like it, it wasn't frozen. And the juices that were literally pouring out onto my hand. Um, you were happy about that? No. Okay. No, Here's my problem. Here's my problem. Any, any good burger place you've ever been to, besides for like the chains, do they ask you how you want your burger cooked? Yep. Did the woman ask you how you wanted your burger cooked? Nope. Wow. I didn't, I'd never even thought of that. Mine was well done. Whoa. And I am not a well done fan. I would have loved medium well, even medium, or not medium well, sorry, medium rare. Didn't even get asked. Now, I don't know if that's the fault of the waitress, and I'm not going to blame Gonzo because I don't know. But if they're just cooking burgers to how they want to cook them, shame on you, Gonzo. Yeah. Shame on you. You can't call yourself a craft burger joint. And not ask how you want they want the burger prepared. Yeah. And we're not talking about a big patty, so that thing should have came out pretty fast. Yep. And it did not, in my opinion. I mean... Excellent point. Uh, look. I, I never even considered These are that. small things, right? Yeah. You're I running know. the business. Me and you are running the business together. If we're opening a craft burger joint, what's the first thing we're thinking about? High quality ingredients. Did we get that yesterday? Definitely not. Maybe in the because film, the bun was okay. I didn't have a problem with the bun. The bun held. I think the bun was my favorite part. I do. I believe that as well. And I'm 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 kind of upset that I don't know what it is. But I believe it was a it was a hybrid Kaiser roll. Maybe even like a pretzel. I, I got like a little bit of a brioche. Yeah, but brioche is uh, solid across the top. This had like a swirl. It did, didn't it? It has yeah. a swirl. So I want to believe it's like a Kaiser pretzel roll. Well. Shouldn't be that expensive, but evidently it is because it's driving up the price point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Back to the burger show. It drives up the price point because everything's 11 to $12. Come on, guys. Yeah. You can, you can go down to a Martin's potato roll and get the same effect. Let's, let's be honest here. Martin's potato roll is like 95 cents. You can cut your burger prices in half. You know, you, you said, you read right off the menu what was on the El Fuego. You yes. had some green chilies, some jalapenos, some... They do offer different options for the, the vessel, by the way. They do have, uh, looks like marble rye. They do mm. have a brioche. Yeah, there, there was they like have a, the different the different variant uh, yeah. versions of the burger. Different, well, different burgers have different, different buns. Right. Yeah. Uh, there was like a. But new, it doesn't change the price point all that much. Yeah. No. No. But the peppers that were on my burger, mm-hmm. man, not not top shelf. The way that the the, the green chilies were rubbery. Rubbery, Flan. Bad. For God's sake, <laughs> they were rubbery. That's bad. It, yeah, 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 yeah. So they were overcooked then. Yep, and and they did. There was no flavor to them at all. There was only one. Did bite. you get any sort of heat? Because you did not mention anything. That's about what I was it. just about to say. There was only one bite where I remember thinking that had more heat on it than any other bite that I've had. Just one bite. There was even a jalapeno, pickled, I might add. Five Guys uses raw, but uh, that's beside the point. Uh, Where a a jalapeno fell onto my tray. And, man, when you say it like that, it sounds like you're at a cafeteria. It it was a tray, but... It It is a tray. Yeah, it's not... It's a metal tray. Yeah. And I picked it up and ate it. And I don't know... See, my tongue has just been through the ringer in terms of 
spice. Like it, it might. It's have, seasoned. Yeah. So chalk it up to that maybe, or chalk it up to the quality of the pepper. You decide. I put that in my mouth by itself, and there was there was nothing. There was nothing. Good name, El Fuego. I like it. It's catchy. But you better be hot. There was no fuego. There's no fuego. Like so, don't do it. Don't go half. Don't. It's like you're half in, half out. Like you want to light somebody up a little bit, but at the same time, if you don't even remotely catch some Scoville units, most you can't people, call yourself yeah. El Fuego. Most people in West Virginia, I would assume, typically don't like spicy food. Then they wouldn't order it. Right. That's my thing. <laughs> that's my thing. So light somebody up that's going to order it. Yeah. Be like Chow Thai. Let us know the, how. Give us a level here. Yeah. El Fuego oh, 1, 2, 3. You want it on the 3 level, you want it on the 2 level, you want it on the 1 level. It can't be that much different. Like as a consumer, I know walking into a Thai restaurant, I'm ordering it 10 star spicy. Just light me up. This place, no. No, come nothing, on guys. Nothing. Yeah, for, for you got to do better The than one that. burger that, that appeals to the spice-minded individual, you let us down. So let's get into the appetizer we had. Yes. It took the so we talked about the tables. Tables are small. We get an appetizer. I kind of ordered it. Just took the reins. Order the pretzel. Comes with beer, cheese, and supposedly Dijon mustard. I was looking forward to the Dijon mustard. They ran out. Now, from what we just discussed, but the, but you have to you have to say how it happened because when they brought the pretzel out. First of all, it was a big pretzel. Big pretzel. Huge pretzel. Hot pretzel. Yeah. Very good. And Salted they, and they, nice. They brought some uh, some cheese. Beer cheese. Did they call it beer cheese? It is beer cheese. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna okay. I don't know why that stonewalls you, but here. No, no, okay. I don't know. What we know, just what we discussed. Recap. Not fresh fries. Not fresh fries. Don't know uh, the the quality of the beef. Mm-hmm. And what was the other thing we discussed? There was something else that we, authenticity-wise, we felt like, oh, yeah, you just you, you explained that the peppers <coughs> and the jalapenos, maybe not high quality. Granted, okay, yeah. maybe, they're not, maybe they're not going over to the farmer's market and getting high-quality ingredients. Fair. You tell me. That's the entire point of a craft burger, though. You tell me. How do you run out of Dijon mustard? Yeah. Guys, yeah. what are we doing here? It's now, a pretzel. I, I like mustard with my pretzel. They bring out yellow mustard. It doesn't look as good. I'm going to say this. It was okay. I'm going to say this. I had a problem with that. They were extremely busy. Yes. Maybe due to that fact alone. I walk throughout the restaurant to the back to use the bathroom and have my daughter uh, use the bathroom as well. Didn't see a pretzel on anybody's plate mm. anywhere, on anybody's table. All right. So, bad look. Can't uh, run out of Dijon, in my opinion. Your burger spot. I didn't, I didn't like how, how it went down. You ordered the pretzel. Came out. And on the menu, it clearly states that it comes with Dijon mustard. And beer cheese. Does it come with beer cheese? Yes. Or is that, okay. It comes out to our table with only beer cheese. There's no mention of Dijon she whatsoever. She did not say that we were out at the time. She goes away, does... She thought she was getting one over. Yeah, does something else. And then she comes back to check on us, and you said, can I get some Dijon for this? Oh, yeah, yeah. So she goes, and then she comes back, and she says, 
we're actually out of Dijon mustard, so I just brought you some regular mustard. And I could see in your, your eye the letdown, the shame, the disappointment, and you just said, okay, th thanks. I mean, what do you do? Nothing. Uh, if I flipped, it, if I flipped the, my tray over, you bend over and take it. I mean, <laughs> you gotta have Dijon. You're in a bur you're in a craft burger spot. Yeah. So let's not harp on that too much. Yeah. But another. The pretzel was good. The pretzel, I enjoyed the, the pretzel, pretzel itself was good. I didn't think the cheese. I'm sorry, beer cheese, as you call it. it and my main gripe, really, with the pretzel, uh, because it was good, was the cheese or so-called beer cheese. Because it seemed to me to resemble nacho cheese more than beer cheese. Do you think it was a fresh pretzel? Or do you think it was out of a box? Because I'm skeptical. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I hope. I hope. Because we talked about... Our, you, 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 you tugged on my heartstrings when you talk, started talking about one of my favorite restaurants in all of the state of West Virginia when you discussed how you had just gotten back from Bonhoeff from the yeah. previous week yeah. while you were looking at apartments down there. So you're tugging on my heartstrings and you're talking about how your girlfriend got the sausage party, which is one of my favorite dishes in all of the all of the country the sausage party to me is one of the most complete meals that one can do with a nice alcoholic beverage beside of them and it stand it will stand the the test of time for me as one of the best meals that I can have the anywhere. bar is set high let's put it that way and when you you said the pretzel wasn't as good as the one at Bonhoeff I kind of got a little taken back because I was upset that you even had mentioned one of my favorite restaurants while we were sitting there when I, the expectations for this restaurant weren't being met. So I had to be combative and come back at you and say, no, this pretzel's just as good. You're you, wrong. You did but do that. that was did. that was me telling myself that I was an idiot. You were, I, I was you were just fighting an emotional battle. I was, I was having, um, I was basically uh, having a battle amongst myself outwards towards you and I had, I shouldn't have done that. It's okay. I knew the, what was going on. The pretzel... It was okay. It was. There was nothing too bad about it. My, but, you know, it, 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 I tried it with the cheese and I tried it with the mustard. It's better with plain mustard. Was. I agree. That cheese was weird. It was. It was super, super. I don't know. It did, it just didn't. It, it didn't, didn't work for me. It, no, it didn't taste and like look, beer cheese. Here's the other thing. Their appetizer selection is BS. And let me call BSY. You got fries. Mm -hmm. They're not. They're frozen. They're not fresh. We just discussed that. You got a pretzel. It's labeled number one. It's probably the best. Okay, pretzel. We don't know if it was fresh or not. Fried pickles. Weak. And blue shroom fries. You're dressing up your frozen fries by putting blue cheese and a mushroom gravy on top of them. Basically doing a form of a, a poutine. Yeah. A little bit. And then brown sugar sweet potato fries that are not fresh. And seasonal French fries. So you're giving me f four, four options of fries, and then two other ones that I'm already getting with my meal. Guys, too many fries. Where is the creativity? Way too many fries. Where is the creativity? What? Well, like, I, it blows me away that you guys think you can pull one over on us. Like, we don't know what's going. Listen, you live in. We live in 2018 altogether, right? We all, we all would one say that maybe it's not the best of times amongst our, our fellow uh, 
was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It feels like it's the worst of times right now for some people. We all know there's enough content out there. We know when we're getting hoodwinked now in the restaurant game. Gonzo Burger. You are hoodwinking us. Bamboozlers. You literally are giving me a, an artisan burger, but in your appetizer section, you give me four versions of your frozen fries? Stop it! The fries that we get with the burgers? Are we serious? Come into Gonzo Burger, have an artisanal craft burger with some fries, and then get a side of fries. Uh, listen, the more we talk about this, the farther my score goes down. <laughs> and here's, here's my other gripe, okay? I walk to the bathroom. In my curiosity, Ooh. I look at the bar. Okay. We weren't there for a dinner. We could have, I could have got a beer. You could have got a beer. Uh -huh. Your girlfriend could have got a beer. Nobody got a beer. Maybe just not the right time of the day. Whatever. I got a cherry Coke, which came out in a plastic bottle. Wasn't happy about that either because that shows us that they don't have fountain drinks. Every, how many corners are you trying to cut, Gonzo Burger? It's a fountain soda. It's got to be cheaper than that bottle. Got to be. So disappointing. Okay. So this lets me know. I walk by the bar. I look at the tap situation. You're telling me you're offering... Craft burgers and craft beer. Artisanal burgers and craft beer. There was three taps, Jay. Three taps. Maybe four. All I saw. You're telling me you got a craft beer selection with four taps when I can go to Pies and Pints Recovery and get a selection of 20 plus craft beers? Are we serious, guys? Did you even see an alcoholic menu? I didn't see an alcoholic no. menu. I, I didn't even, even doesn't come on the regular menu. I didn't even see a non-alcoholic drink section. She had to tell us if I'm if maybe I overlooked it on the menu. Tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, no, you're not. Yeah, she had not see she it. had to tell us what the drink options were, which that's fine. Like that, I've had that happen in other restaurants as well. But for craft burger joint. I'm assuming you want to make a little bit of money off your beer selection. That's where your price point should be heavy. Yeah. And good. You should be getting all your money out of that keg that you can. I don't know how they do things in uh, Mikosina in that department, but... Well, they're probably doing some more margarita-style drinks where they can, they can skimp you on the tequila and put a little more filler in there. And boom, they got they got their price point. You're gonna make a you're gonna make more money on a bottle of liquor in the in the alcohol game than you will off a, a, a keg. I feel like capitalism is alive and well at Gonza Burger, and they're hoodwinking us. Yeah, you're they're hoodwinking us. <laughs> you're getting you're getting for sure. You're getting hoodwinked. The raw end of the deal. Because literally, I'm looking at all these burgers, Jay. They're all about the same. We've already named like three or four ways in which. They're tricking you on. The they're menu. cutting you corn. They're cutting corners. Yeah. Every burger is eleven to twelve dollars, Jay. Every burger. So the plain Jane Gonzo burger is eleven dollars. Is almost exactly the same as price the El Fuego, which had all kinds of uh, unique add-ons to it. Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. Okay, here. All right, so let's just do it. Hang on, hang on. There's another gripe that I have. Please, this one. As it might, it doesn't really affect you or I. Ah, this is where I wanted to go. With but this. yes, please. This, this. Oh, I'm welcoming. This. Oh my gosh, I'm welcoming. Some this. people would be up in arms over this. 
you you do this to the right person and you're, you're gonna have a bad day as a business owner so as i've mentioned multiple times on this podcast my girlfriend is vegetarian within the last several weeks though she's kind of gone back to her carnivore self and and dabbled in some fish maybe some chicken here and there uh what i told you we went somewhere the other day and she got uh subway steak and cheese yeah we went to subway and she got steak and cheese so this really didn't offend her that greatly but considering uh her recent eating habits but on their menu they offer vegan and read it read it off They're, they say i can't see the size but they, i know it's, it's a black bean style burger yeah they say vegan and or i don't know if they're saying or a black bean style burger or uh the vegan patty Meat. is the black bean style burger i think that's probably it. whatever so th- it says that on the menu right the waitress comes over when it's time to order and she says so just so you know all of our burgers come with a vegan selection if you so desire well my girlfriend so desired and she ordered hers she got the uh, blue shroom is that what it's called blue shroom burger she got it with the vegan style patty it came out and it took her all of five seconds to determine what she had on her plate was 100% beef now I'm not sure who to point the finger at. There. It can't go to. Uh, it can It's it, not the waitress. It, it, I don't know who it is. I, this is where the mystery is going to remain, I believe, because I don't know who screwed up on that end. I don't know if it's the waitress. I don't know if it's the cook in the back. I don't know if it's Gonzo Burger in just general at this point. If I feel like it's a combination of all three, yeah. and it's a bad look. Now I'm not. I'm not like sticking up for the vegan, vegetarian-minded community. No, 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 no. What I'm sticking up for is. You advertised something, you didn't do it, and then you didn't say anything after the fact. Because to me, as someone who has worked in the, I'm going to call it the fast food industry, being Starbucks. Okay. We had a lot of people come in with milk sensitivities. Specific needs. Lactose intolerance. And they would say, I don't care how many pumps of this you put in there, just no dairy. You you give me dairy and I'm gonna it be ruins my day. Yeah, and I have personally seen people make drinks and accidentally put I don't know two percent, which was the standard that we used in drinks that asked for uh, skim milk or you know yeah I got you. soy milk whatever, and realized their mistake. And just keep going because I didn't want to have to start over again. As and it, and you know, more times than not, human error with the coffee and the syrups and whatever else you add into your your Starbucks drink, you're not gonna know what the milk is. No, until it hits you and, all at once right, later on. Right now, for sure, there's there are gonna be times where you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that's not what you ordered, but. In this scenario, I think that whoever made that burger accidentally made a beef patty, realized what they did, and was just like, eh, it's too late now. Just send it out, and maybe they won't know. 
Agreed. You advertise something that you didn't deliver on. Okay. Here's what I want to get to. Are our situations inside of these reviews culpable to what happens in the scenario with the other people at the table? So I let's let me give you an example. Does what happened to my daughter's meal affect my meal and vice versa? And does it does it hurt the rating system? Because I feel like this is fair to our fans. Are we rating these scenarios that we've all we've discussed already on the podcast from various restaurant reviews where we have said i.e. your mom didn't like the price point of the cornbread and beans. Right. Your your girlfriend didn't get the vegetarian style burger that she desired mm-hmm. or you had the cactus at whiskey taco that was not very good all those things does that add in are we telling our viewers that what happens to the other people in in our experience affect us is that what we're doing because i i want to be clear in this i want to only speak for myself and what i experienced and granted, when we're having these experiences together, we're going off each other. Yeah. So it is a there is a there's a real human component here. I think that 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 uh, affects your meal since your girlfriend was dissatisfied with the screw up from the kitchen, the waitress yeah. to the kitchen, and back back and forth. I th- I think it implicitly affects our our ratings because okay you good. Know, I I just wanted to be clear with our audience because obviously you're speaking for yourself. Right. And your and your girlfriend's not here to speak for herself. Right. She might have liked the burger. She might not like the burger. You know that. I don't know that because I didn't have the discussion with her. I just sat down at the table with her. Yeah. I just want to let everybody know that the the all these experiences with, with who we you and I may have the experience. My daughter may tag along. My wife may tag along. Your girlfriend may tag along. Our friends may tag along. Mm-hmm. That all equates here. So I just want to let everybody know that's listening. All these things that we discuss are a, a microcosm of our rating. Yeah, I mean, you know, when the four of us are sharing a table and all of our food is right there, we're kind of like our own little cohesive party. Right. So we're an ecosystem. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a biosphere of food, friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Camaraderie. Yes. And when I when you made that comment about the fries, immediately red flag went up and I'm like oh boy you knew I did you knew how it was going to go I did. from there I did so let's just give it to him here we go I'm in it I'm in it I'm, in it. I'm, I'm leading the, I'm leading the way in this okay and as we've discussed this I think people understand that you know I went into the expectation of this was going to be a restaurant review probably in the 7.3 to 7.9 range and it was going to have to do a lot to get up past eight. Uh-huh. Okay. As we've talked and as I've thought back, it's a low six. You got six? I'm sitting at a solid. And here's why. Here's why. I'll give you the rundown. Okay. I'm going to give you the score and I'm going to run it down. I'm in a 6.2. Okay. And here's why. And a six, anything below a seven, it's tough to recommend to people. Now, here's the thing: I'm gonna I'm gonna tell the viewers that it's a six point two, but I would still recommend it just because it's the new kid on the block, okay? Because when you start throwing out recommendations in the city of Charleston, everybody's probably been to most of these places. So here's what I'm gonna say to the viewers: six point two, 
I'm recommending it. Please go taste it. Tell me what you think. Let feed off of each other. Give me some feedback. But here's why it's a 6.2. Decor feel in my mind, it's great. It's really working for the place. Even though the tables are small, I can get past that. You don't give me a fresh fry. You give me multiple appetizer options that are fries that I'm getting with my meal. I don't know if the pretzel was fresh or not. The beer cheese was kind of disgusting and you run out of Dijon mustard. Not a good look because you're an artisan burger place. You should have Dijon on hand at all times. The burger, smaller than what I liked, and the price point, ridiculous. Super ridiculous. 11 to $12 for every burger in that place. You're just telling me that you're playing to the population that doesn't know what they're doing. They don't understand. And I think, honestly, it'll catch up to them. And listen, Gonzo, I want you to succeed. And I want you to be better than what you are right now. And there is time to change. You can change, Gonzo. You're not stuck in this thing. Maybe you rolled it out. Maybe you got some things wrong. Maybe you need to recalibrate, readjust. Please. I will be back. But I am in a solid 6-2. A solid 6-2. Because nothing in that restaurant stood out to me except the decor in the field. What do you got? 5.5. Whoa! Yep. I'll there you, you have it. I'll that, tell you why. Too. Run it down. That is a, that is a low score. <clears throat> it is. Woo, that's a low score. Because no. if you remember back to a previous podcast, I think you said in the five range for a, a restaurant that I'm not going to name anymore. You can say the name, but if we say it three times, it might just come back and bite us in the rear end <laughs> like Beetlejuice. I think you set in the fives for that restaurant. I think I lowered it, though. You did lower it. As we kept on, yeah. you lowered, but you were in the fives, so you're putting no, Gonzo no. in that discussion with the way you're rating this. Well... Rio de Grill. Um, Not saying it. That I, I think I eventually took that down to a four. According to Chris Holstein, I gave it the the smooch of death, the kiss of death. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. I don't remember what I rated. Uh, yeah, I don't either. It was like we need to was, start writing this down so yeah, we can we actually do. remember. Yeah, I um, want to say it was like a it was a three or a four or something. Anyway, five 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 five. Wow. And here are my reasons. Please lay it out One, for the people. The decor and like the the what the staff was wearing because I kind of respected what they were wearing. It was like a a burger joint classic with the black apron and they tied it off in the back. Gotcha. But, Can I talk about the the, yeah, the waitress yeah, for a second? Yeah, go the ahead. service. Go ahead. Service. I didn't mind her, but there was a situation with our check that I told her that she asked us a question. I told her one check. You guys threw it out like you didn't want one check. And you. she made it an issue when she started saying, well, I'll bring two checks and then you can just give me blah, blah, blah. Look, if I tell you it's going to be one check, it's one check. Don't go any further than that. You're talking to me? Or oh, any, <laughs> anyone. Let me, let me, let me re, re, uh, go back on this. If you're sitting at a table... And the first person comes out of their mouth that says, whoever answers that question, okay? They say one check. That's final. Yeah, it should be. It should be final. And it becomes awkward after the fact well, when everybody starts po- jockeying for position. Here's what's funny, though. Maybe it's a coincidence. Maybe not. But you just mentioned Rio de Grill. Did. The last time 
you wanted to pick up the tab for everyone at the table was Rio de Grill. I kind of had a foreshadowing effect when <clears throat> you said you were going to pick up the tab here at Gonzo Burger. And it wasn't that far off, I don't feel like, for me, in, from, from Rio de Grill. In terms of quality. The experience, everything. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely worse at Rio de Grill. But, oh, yeah. Yeah, but. By um, a f- long shot for me. But, yeah, it, it so far you're, you're 0 for 2. Uh, when you pay, it hasn't been that great. Not to say it's not appreciated. I'm not taking it as that. I'm just taking it as in there is certain etiquette that is needed inside of um, when you're having a dining experience. And if that question is answered, the waitress, unless she is confronted in the back. So wait, did she bring you two checks? No, she did not. But she made it. Listen, for me, when I'm sitting there and trying to do a nice gesture, I don't want it to be discussed and like glorified. Okay what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Like I want it to be low key. I answered your question. Don't make it difficult. All right? I'm paying for the bill. I feel like I kind of made it hard for her, though, because I was like, You yeah. put her in a weird place. I was like, yeah, bring two. And maybe her. I'm inadvertently talking to you and your <laughs> girlfriend and saying, if I say one check, it's one check. That's it. I'll fight you if you want to step outside. We'll, we'll throw down on Washington Street, sir. Won't be the first time there's been a brawl on Washington Street. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> definitely not the first time. So, go ahead. Finish. Well, just, you know, five, five. in general, it, the atmosphere didn't really do it for me. Okay. It was kind of cool, but it, it wears thin. Will you go and back? Because at the 5-5 five, five level, you're telling me that you really don't have any yeah, inclination uh, to go back. I don't care. Wow. I don't care. Okay. I'll only go back I w- if somebody wants to go back. Okay. Um, it's not going to pop in your head like, hey, I got to take people no. to this place. The food, very uh, mediocre. Like extraordinarily mediocre. If you're marketing to me, the burger, the taste of the burger was not, it's not like I took a bite and was like, oh, Flan, this is so good. They're marketing to us. They're not marketing to the older demographic because the older demographic wants a plain Jane burger. They, they, want some, they want quality plain Jane burger, in my opinion. Let me tell you. They don't want all the, the toppings. My girlfriend said, it's nothing that you couldn't get from a burger at Bob Evans. I agree. Are you true? Tr- I'm choosing five guys over Gonzo. I am too. And twice on Sunday. I am too. I, I'll i pay the money. I would choose Burger King over Gonzo Burger. And here's... Whoa. I would. I would take a double Whopper with cheese over that Gonzo. It's way more flavorful. It's cheaper. It might not be cooler. It's not cooler. But... It's a bad look. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I, I'm, I'm with get, you. I'm getting the same quality fries with my... With my Whopper, I think you're getting better fries. If my if, if and I'm getting a fountain drink from Burger King. Hey, as we continue on, where I feel like the ratings just need to keep going down, but I'm gonna leave it with five guys. You're paying eight eight twenty five for a burger, I think, at the most, maybe nine bucks. Gonzo, eleven twelve dollars for each burger. I'm getting fresh fries at five guys. I'm I'm getting. I think Five Guys Experience, in my opinion, is one of the better experiences in a chain burger restaurant in the country. It's just a cool atmosphere to be in. You're watching the burgers get cooked in front of you, watching the fries get cooked. It's an assembly line. It's great looking. The restaurant knows what it is. They got the articles on the wall. Uh, it's cool. Yep. Have your peanuts, sit there and chat, 
burger comes out fresh, all good ingredients, all high quality stuff. The only problem with that Five Guys burger is the bun gets a little soggy if you get a lot of stuff on it because it's a Martin's potato roll. It's 95 cents. It loses its uh, it, it loses its consistency a little bit. Anyways, Five Guys all day long over Gonzo. I'm sitting at a 6.2. I don't want to go any lower, but as we continue to keep on going on down this road, I feel like I should keep lowering it. 5.5, five, 6.2. Sorry, Gonzo. Maybe we'll be back. Maybe we won't. Yeah, we appreciate the effort, but you can't hoodwink us. We feel like we know what we're talking about a little bit in this realm because we we follow it. We follow it a little bit more than most. I feel like you're you're taking advantage of people, and I don't like that. I don't like that at all. So please, you're doing the Starbucks number, and, and you, you don't not, have the brand yet. You're not good. You're at not it. on the brand yet. Yeah. So there you have it, Gonzo Burger in the books. We knocked it out of the park. I feel good about this. I'm really disappointed. I'm actually, there's a part of my heart that was really wanting that place to like really be a slam dunk. And I was pretty pumped. Literally, our layup got blocked. The layup mm-hmm. got blocked. <laughs> like, it, hard it, off the hard glass. Hard off the glass. Like a LeBron James run from behind layup just getting slammed off the glass. Gonzo, you hurt me. And yeah, it's a it's a it's a wound that we're gonna have to fill the void with. I'm disappointed. And here's how we're gonna fill the void. Chow Tai, you're up next. Ding 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 bing. You're up next. We gotta follow a bad review with with a definite good review. We we both have been there, but we're gonna do the experience again as a couple because I feel like we're a couple. We gotta go. We gotta hit it. I think we we're not doing takeout. We're eating there. Okay. We're eating inside. I don't think you've done that yet. Have you? I have three, Ooh. four, five times. Man, I'm, I'm a seasoned vet inside a chai tao. I'm gonna lay the hammer on you guys. It's a good place. Yeah. I'm not gonna hold oh. back here. I'm gonna be looking for problems. <laughs> All right. We're gonna have to find something. We're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna give you everything we got on this next one. Because we did, hey, look, I feel like we did our due diligence with Gonzo Burger. And we gave him a shot. And I was man, trying. under-delivered. And you know what? I will say this. They, they had one thing that I kind of liked and I kind of didn't. And this is, you be the judge. On the small, the rinky-dink table we had, cool. they laid down the, the huge piece of paper to cover up the table, and they gave you like two crayons. I like anybody that does that. Yeah. Now, here's where they could get it better. They could do better with that. Literally, if if somebody let's say let's say an artiste comes in, okay, they sit down, they have dinner, and they draw up something fantastic. Put that on the wall. Don't throw that away. Yeah, that see, you know what I'm saying? Put it on the wall, Flynn. You came up with that just on the floor. Oh, because I've seen other restaurants do it. I mean, it. tricky fish. It's tricky ma- fish kind of. Yeah, it's know. cool. It's but it's it's a way to put stuff on the wall that makes somebody feel like they're a part of the restaurant. Yeah. Hey, I drew that. They personalize. And they come back. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So there you go, Gonzo Burger. We came up with a suggestion for you. A couple. They won't do it. Do that. Get off your lazy rear ends and come up with some more appetizer options and fresh fries. Please. Then we can talk. Then we can talk. There you have it, though. Episode 7 in the books. You got anything else? Anything you want to update? Oh, you found an apartment. You're ready to go. You're moving in July. Man, it's. uh, I'm so scared to do it. 
I got to fill out the application for the apartment today and I know that that's not signing on the dotted line but I feel like you're committing yeah I'm showing I'm showing my hand to the to the apartment complex you're letting them know you're excited and you're ready to go which I am excited I found a a a two-bedroom one-bathroom and it's on the third floor and I, I have a little dog and she loves to look out of the window I just open the blinds and she sits right there. It's like watching TV for her. And this had like the perfect view over the complex. She would love it. The apartment was nice, super nice. Yep. It's a little bit expensive and I was concerned. But you know what, man? They're gonna give me so much loan money. I just discovered that it is nauseating, nauseating. I hope all future doctors feel this way because I feel overwhelmed at the amount of money that they're throwing at me. You think that's normal? No jurisdiction in this conversation. I have no idea. You're my only friend that ever even considered being a doctor, so I'm not even going to elaborate on any of that. I mean... Good luck. I, I mean, I have an acquaintance that I... Here, you know, we, we, we come from humble beginnings here. And very much so. Middle class. It's like... If I if I take this apartment, I am moving on up to that deluxe apartment in the sky, literally. But I guess I guess it's okay because just don't forget where you came from. Don't yeah. get lost in the the allure. <laughs> well, as long. As but I'm I'm excited as well because that means once July rolls around, you get moved in down there. That means weekend visits, weekend podcasts, and you food know, spots down and there. And you know what that means. Yes, yes, I can't wait. And oh, let's give the preview to the people as well. There's a commitment in the brew, in the in brewing, in the old uh, noggin that we may or may not at the end of April hit Morgantown up. Oh yeah, with our good yeah, friend yeah, Marcus yeah. Weiss and our good friend Brian Moss, both friends of the podcast. That'll be awesome. That should be so. Look, a be on the outlook. Be on the the uh, the lookout in uh, early May for a few podcasts up north. Anybody knows of a good spot in the Morgantown area? We have we have friends in low places up there. Yeah, so we could we could deliver a we're gonna, solid. We're going to do a solid solid review of Morgantown in the uh, end of April. So look forward to that. Um, other than that, I don't really got much in anything. Um, I think we've. Uh, here's a here's a fun way to end. Sure. We were talking about our Hollywood Mount Rushmore. Oh. Earlier today. We were because I turned on the Departed prior to, and you said you hadn't seen it all the way through. You just seen bits and pieces. Yeah. Who's on your Rushmore? Pretty easy for me. Um, Leonardo. Okay. Daniel Day-Lewis. Solid. Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah. And who am I? I'm blanking on the last one. Mm. Denzel? Denzel. Denzel. Okay. You love Denzel. There's not been many that he's done that haven't been. I remember I got blasted by the Sweet 100 guys for saying that I preferred Morgan Freeman over Denzel. Yeah, that's that's a tough sell. Sir, I don't know, man. Morgan Freeman's Den- good. He is good. Denzel's good. Denzel, oh, no. but see, like uh, Deja Vu, 
didn't do it for me. Uh, what's that other movie he's in? Um, Man on Fire. Man, yeah, didn't do it for me. Um, Flight. Training Day. Training Day. Eh, direct Come training, on. Training, training Day's good. Come on. But it's it's almost unbelievable. You know? Nah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, so, not, I'm not there with you. Something about Training Day just doesn't doesn't jive with me. If we continue down this road, we'll go on for another hour. So let's hear True. yours. All right, my Rushmore. Tom Hanks, is he's got the George Washington spot. Okay. Has to. It's fair. Um, Matt Damon is up there. So that's where I think you're going to lose people, but go ahead. Really? Oh. Yeah. Now he's, Oceans, you can say Oceans all you want, but he's got a very, very big supporting cast, sir. He like, does. It's unbelievable. Does. So it's, 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 it's the all-star game. Oceans, Jason Bourne, except for the last one. The, the most recent Jason Bourne, it, the, the final chase scene is like... You're talking him down off the ledge then, so don't keep going. Just, uh, just no, leave him up there. Just leave him up he's there. He's up there. Okay. He's up there, right? All right. Um, I'm going old school with Steve McQueen, the king of cool, okay? Well, that's not going to hit this generation, but I sure. I don't care. We know who Steve care. McQueen is, but we don't really... Uh, yeah. He's a certified BA, and he belongs up there. And in the fourth spot, I'm throwing up De Niro. He's got he's to gotta be up there. Okay. Think, think of his catalog. It's, yeah, he's done impressive. a lot of bad movies, too, though. A lot of bad movies, especially recently. You got to pay the bills, man. A lot of bad you movies. You got to pay the bills. A lot of bad movies. A lot hey, of bad roles. Whatever, man. Should have rode off into the sunset. Hey, I didn't tear yours down. <laughs> all right. So, well, the McQueen one was just no. The, no. the, the McQueen, you got the, the great McQueen escape. Went, you got Bullet. You got the Cincinnati Kid. Yeah, you also you got, got Nevada Smith. Yeah, you also got a, a genre of movies where it was cool to beat the hell out of women. <laughs> like that is just a different time, Wait, man. Man. Yeah, man, it was a different time. Beat oh. any women? Uh, that that genre? No. Yeah, Steve I feel like he was. Me. I feel like he was in there smacking women around a little bit. Oh, uh, you never had seen him. <laughs> I have. I have. I gotta be honest. I haven't. It's a little too far back for me. Well, the reason I like him so much is he's the original. Uh, like, yeah, but to make Rushmore, to make Rushmore. <laughs> He's he's a he's a pioneer. He's okay. a pioneer in the field. Okay. Um, and then my my De Niro, I got you. The uh, Queen, I got you. The honorable mention, and I feel like he can't go up there because he's not from America. No one's gonna know this, but go ahead. You got people that know this guy, Christoph Waltz. Okay, Christoph Waltz, Colonel Hans Landa from Inglorious Bastards. I would put him on there over McQueen. Uh, why wouldn't? All right. <laughs> Queen's body of work is a little more uh, rustic. So, he's, like I said, he's a pioneer. Christoph Waltz, my Vien- Viennese actor, probably, uh, um, um, what, what, how do you say it? He's going to be greater than he already is in the end. So, there you have it. There you got it. Uh, you gave him a little bit of... I'm sure I'm going to get blasted by most of the listeners. Oh, uh, you know, there has been some certain situations in previous podcasts where people have disagreed with us and uh, have sent me messages and told me. Oh, like what? Well, uh, our good friend of the podcast, Will Bell, disagreed with your assessment of Lewisburg. He's had very good times in Lewisburg, so he disagreed there. My wife isn't... Uh, <laughs> 
she crushes me every week on stuff. So normal. <laughs> there, there's a, there's a there's a lot of that. Um, there's been a few other things where people have disagreed with us on, but I, they, they don't come to mind right away. I but, hear you loud and clear, Billy Boy. But I gotta say, man, Lewis. It was just your experience. It has to be. It was your experience. Because I'm telling you, I thought it was gonna be fun. So there, yeah. I, I don't have much to go on that. I, I'm pretty spent from the review. I, I just. I'm starving. You're starving. I gotta pee. So let's wrap this up. Um, appreciate you guys listening. That's all she wrote for episode seven. Happy weekend, fellow forkers. And we'll be back next time with Chow Thai. Again, subscribe and download True Serum Podcast, Sweet 100 Podcast. Continue to listen to Fork Buddies. Tell everyone you know about us. We appreciate you. We love you. And the train's rolling out. Choo, choo, choo. Grab a fork. Fork Fork on. Fork out.